Log Talk Radio. Making music for my family. Long as we eat, don't need a Grammy. Trying to see better days. Don't want to see no more Tanner. Need a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out. I'm just trying to make it out. If you know what I'm talking about, me, 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 somebody wanna see me eat. Not somebody who's stressing me, cause stress kills. Dream live, keep hope alive. It's in my eyes, it's in my heart, it's in my voice. Believe me, people, we have a choice. On this state, I'm moving forward. People, please, let's move forward. What's killing us is a lack of knowledge. All knowledge ain't found in college. All knowledge ain't in the street. But you need both just to keep the peace. Ignorance is the way of life. Is that why King fought the fight? Malcolm Mitch was better to fight. You with it's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know is you only got one life. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know. This generation is too new Walk around without a clue Don't know what these leaders done did for you Made it easy for you to pursue Made a way for your dream to come true Stop letting society tell you what you can't do Cause it's deception Camouflage, that's the truth Remember, it takes a village to raise the youth It's too much devastation And not enough preparation Too much separation Everybody on vacation I'm out to get that cheese Better yet, that cake Get up out my face With that rat race I'm a top chef, sipping on this top chef. Educate yourself, increase your wealth. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know is you only got one life. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better say twice. All I know is you only got one life. Every time I log on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, I always see somebody hating on somebody. I always see somebody cheating on somebody. Everybody stressing. The whole world in a melee right now. The media keep running us all around like we in a maze. Like it's a puzzle. What we need to do right now, people, is stop hating on each other and respect each other. Hey, young world, what's good, man? It's Black T, the promoter, better known as Tim Hollis. He's chilling right now on Black T Radio, Real Life Radio. Tonight is the Black T Monologues Part 2. We did this show back in December, and we did it on a method trying to introduce this new style of talk that we're doing. You know, Black T is an aphrodisiac. That's the same thing we know as sweet tea over here in America. And over in Asia, they consider black tea to be an aphrodisiac, which is a stimulant. So we like to stimulate these monologues that we have 
and we like to just open up, and it's kind of like a dialogue at the same time because we take callers, we take guests, we listen, we get feedback, and, you know, we go there and we shout and shoot all kinds of jargon. Well, that's what we're going to do tonight here on the Black Sea Monologues. But tonight, this show, we will open up and have dialogue about the current status of our local and national governments. You know, I say governments because, one, we're talking about two different governments, and at the same time, this is a worldwide international broadcast, so we never know who's going to chime in, where they're chiming in from, and what they're going to chime in about. Also, the advancement of brown and black people in America. Right now, it's definitely becoming a worldwide thing right now, especially with Africa, South Africa to be exact, calling back for their people saying that they stand in solidarity with all black and brown people across the globe, you know, and Ghana also saying that African-Americans, you can come back home, you can come to Africa. You know, we're on that right now. We'll talk about the NAACP. We'll talk about TOPS, the Ordinary People Society, something that's been around for a while but definitely new to the city of Mobile. Uh, We'll talk about future HBCU football season coming up because we definitely, and I mean we definitely, are taking Black Tea Radio on the road this year. We've been around for seven years, and I don't think enough people know it. So it's really time for us to take it to the road, take it to the next level, take it to these colleges at these classics and these homecomings. We have big tours lined up, and we're getting it all squared away right now. So you could definitely be looking for us to come to your town sometime soon. Also. We talk about all other miscellaneous topics throughout tonight's show. Just be sure to stay here. Keep it locked. You can call in. That's 516-666-9203. You press 1 to speak with the host tonight. If you don't want to speak with the host, just sit on the line. Listen. Feel free to put it on speakerphone. Call your homegirls. Call your homies. Send them a text. Tell them what's happening. Tell them it's really real right now. You can listen online. At black at is blogtalkradio.com slash black t radio. Listen online right from your computer. Just pull it up. You can listen to us pop at you right now. We also know that everyone won't listen live. Everyone can't have the luxury to listen live. So we'll take this time out right now to say hello to our friends listening via iTunes podcasting, via iTunes, via iPhone, iPad iMac, whatever system you're using, that's Macintosh, however you're listening to your iTunes. Thank you. We really thank you. Also, we thank all of the Android podcast players that picked this show up and syndicated throughout their networks as well. All right, now, spread the word. Tell someone about this station. This is the station that the people built for the people. We'll be right back after this quick intermission. Got one of our special guest hosts in here tonight. Oh, man, I love this brother right here. It's going to be one hell of a show tonight, whether it's two or 2,000. We're going to do what it do. Be right back, y'all.
y'all like that song so much as an instrumental right there. I got to go ahead and do that right. Bringing up my good friend, been a friend for a while now. We done took this thing to a whole other level, baby. When I say a whole other level, you might find out the half of it tonight. What's up, that brother Jerry, brother Jerry Williams, the vice president of the Ordinary People Society, Mobile, Alabama chapter, a good friend, one of the co-founders of YAM, young activist of Mobile, right along with myself. What you say there, brother? What's going on now, brother Tim? Oh, man, I can't really call it with a Boost Mobile cell phone. I hear that, man. I hear that. It's all right. How's it going Well, you know, pretty fine, pretty fine, you know. We're going to talk about NAACP. We're going to talk about TOPS. Definitely going to talk about all the, all the issues that's been transpiring in our previous days prior to this here locally and nationally, and we may even tickle the fancy of going international with some of these issues at the same time. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Well, since I'm on the phone and uh, and, um, I'm I'm live with you, I want to go ahead and not waste any time and go ahead and talk about tops while I'm on the phone. Um, Unfortunately, I can't tap into the NAACP conversation be it because I'm not a member officially. Um, however, as you stated, I am acting as president of the TOPS organization here locally in Mobile, in which is a new branch for that national organization. I'm very, very excited for what we're going to be bringing to the city. Very, very excited for the justice that we have been seeking and will soon receive for the Michael Moore case. Um, hopefully, this will be a reflection of what should happen nationwide. Um, we don't want to be a, another example of the the failed justice system. So, again, I'm very, very excited for what TOPS um, can potentially bring to um, this, this local tragedy. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. TOPS is a real good thing. That was um, co-founded by Reverend Pastor. I mean, don't give me, he probably listening. Probably gonna get me for that. But Pastor <laughs> Kenny Sharps in Glasgow. A lot of people don't know nothing about him, but he definitely don't mind telling you his past, and he definitely right, don't right, mind right. telling you. He definitely don't mind telling you his affiliation to his brother. Al Sharpton. Right. And right. he also doesn't mind telling you that he treats Al as if Al was you and me. He is no different than any other man walking this earth because he laces his boots just like he does. You're absolutely right, Tim. Um when we sit down with that guy he's so he's so transparent to where it's almost it's almost like um, you have to go and look in the mirror and reevaluate yourself after talking to a guy like him because he's going to be so transparent right. and so straightforward with you that it, it's no skeletons in the closet when he comes to him. He, he's him. He's raw. He's going to give it to you just how he how he's gotten it. 
um, which is another reason why I'm super excited, again, to be a part of Tops, in which he co-founded, actually founded, and we act as co-founders. Um, however, again, he's he's so transparent in, in his personality to where he he's able to be approached by almost anybody. Right. Well, you know, anybody that's on the on the right side for truth and justice. Right, right. Right. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, like brother like brother Glasgow said, I can't deal with you if you're afraid of controversy. Can't be, man. I mean, especially not in the roles that we've taken on. You cannot be afraid of controversy. You cannot allow yourself to be weary based on the consequences that could possibly come from your actions. Um, we we must be steadfast in our in our approach with everything that we do, especially in the times that we live in now. Um, it's it's far too easy for people to be swayed, and um, that's that's something that he will not allow to have around him and. I'm certainly one of the same statue. Okay, man. So, you know, me and you and a couple other of our comrades, we've been doing protests, rallies, marches. Um, we've been linking up with other societies, civic groups, and things of that nature. Binding hands, you know, cultural diversity. Um, fighting for the same efforts and for the same causes. And, uh, you know, it's been a real short lacking, you know, whether it's black people, white people, Latinos, whatever, you know, we all been fighting for different causes, but people seem like protesting doesn't work or protesting won't work. You know, how do you feel about that? Well, again, speaking to the times that we live in, it, it is certainly a different time than the times of our forefathers. Um, mm-hmm. However, I, I I can't go as far as to say that the protesting and the rallying and the marching is not an effective tool mm-hmm. as far as trying to spark change. What it does is it aggravates people. And anytime people are aggravated, they tend to look into whatever it is that's aggravating them. Um, and if, mm-hmm. if that means that we have to get out here and, and beat drums and sound horns, then that's exactly what we have to do in order for this situation to never be a situation that we face again. Um, unfortunately, far too often, again, the, the mind frame or the mindset of the the youth in today's society is it's it's worthless, it's pointless. Um, we got so very little when people were actually unified and doing great marches and things of that nature. We got so little out of out of those movements to where now being a thirty year old and under, we're almost at a point to where we we feel as though it's worth it. I mean we have a great job right now. Um, we're making a little money right now. Is it is it really worth it to throw a rock in the pun and cause that ripple to ultimately make a big wave? And far too often we see that not a lot of people are willing to make that sacrifice. So with just saying that the numbers are dwindling is a statement in itself that people aren't too, they aren't too moved by us marching anymore. They're looking for something 
for lack of better words, more instinct. They're they're not willing to do the footwork of a march or wait it out. They're they're wanting the results right now. We we do a march tomorrow. We need to have some results the following day. And unfortunately, it just it doesn't work like that. Right. Like the biggest thing I see around here is either they won't do it because everybody's not doing it because they called around to see who was going. You know, you seen that on Facebook? Yeah, I seen it. You going? I ain't going out there messing with them police. I ain't going out there mess around and, and, and get chill gas. Well, I ain't going out there. Girl, I can't stand out there. I just got my perm in. I just got my sodium done, you know. Right. We and again, got, that's... We the, got, what you say ahead, that, brother? brother? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go oh, you, fine, you, 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 you fine, man. But what I was going to say is uh, we ain't got too proud of ourselves. And then in another instance, we got proud when it's, they say we got everything to be proud for. But right now, it's not time to be proud. Right now, it's time to be proud to access your damn rights. You know what I'm saying? It's time to be proud to know your rights and utilize your rights. I would certainly agree. I would certainly, certainly agree. (laughs) And just as you stated, I mean, if we're talking about being local, if we're just keeping it this as a mobile conversation, um, we, we unfortunately, we live in a city that's, uh, again, for lack of better words, and I'm quite certain I'm going to ruffle some feathers behind these statements, but we live in a city that's a uh, real monkey-see-monkey-do place. It's, this is a city full of, of sheeple, people that will follow the flock. That's exactly what we live in. Unfortunately, it's very few people that march to their own drum beats and actually do it. Right. Oh, yeah. And we, we we really, really, really need to look into getting away from that mind frame. It's so much better and it, it brings about so much more diversity when we think separately. Um, it's okay to agree with people as far as your thought process and things of that nature, but please, I mean, be one of your own thoughts. Makes sense to me. Makes a hell of a lot. You know, you know, it's 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 almost getting to a bruising point right here, man. But we're not even just fighting against the 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 lackluster attitudes that we have toward. You know, the biggest thing I'm trying to get to this point is, you know, we have uh, Trayvon got killed. Everybody want to do something. Let's have a let's have a vigil. Let's march. Oh, why? Because it's a trendy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mike Moore got, I mean, Mike Brown got killed. Oh, let's have a vigil. Let's do a march. Okay, because it's a hot thing to do, right? All right, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, let's have a candlelight vigil. Let's have a, let's have a, a, a march. Okay. But with Tomanville, when they come home, see what they, what they don't realize is the times where this stuff is happening at, some people is at they city throw every day, all day, twenty four seven. When the incident occurred, they are at they city throat the whole entire time. See, everybody like to come together and do that national stuff. 
and participating some nationally is because that's what everybody's doing. You get what I'm saying? Most but certainly. Since Mike Moore isn't national, Mobilians, like you say, monkey see, monkey do, they don't feel that it's a need to be going hamburger and cheese about this. They don't feel like, okay, we need to protest every day, but we already did a protest. We already did a march. So we already did a candlelight vigil. You need to keep doing candlelight vigils. You need to get, you need to put, we need to do a candlelight vigil at Bienville Square one night on a Friday night. <laughs> I agree with and, you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly, like, brother. And like, I want to take over them oak trees because you know, Bienville Square is lit up at night now. You know, they got the light shining through the trees and things like that. But right. the thing is, even even when we do this, it when we do it, even if we get the big numbers. Now we hope that it would draw a response and a reaction that'll say, hey, these brothers is for real. But even if it doesn't happen, Mo Biggs going to look at it and be like, well, ain't nothing happen. And that's that instant gratification syndrome that's been going on around here for a very long time. Right, right. Again, people are, are people of instance right now. They, they got microwaves nowadays. I mean, true enough, we had them growing up as well, but it wasn't so fast-fed to us then. People were still cooking on stoves. And I'm using all those words or metaphors as analogies to what I'm basically saying, which is people want things quickly, quickly, quickly. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, then it's not going to happen ever. And what they have to realize or what they fail to realize is that when people were actually boycotting and actually doing real marches and, and protests, that those results didn't come in a matter of days. These actually took years upon years of of, of going through to get through. Um, you have to go through something to get to something. It's, it's no way around it. Everything that, that comes naturally has a process. And unfortunately, we're dealing with something that's natural to the America. Um, this is this is not something that's happening today. This is something that's been happening for centuries, centuries. And, mm. and I often get into debates with, for lack of better words, my white counterparts, my brothers on on the, on the other end of the spectrum, and they're what they tell me is we should get over slavery. For lack, I mean, just me putting it in simple form. That's basically what they're telling us. We should get over slavery, oh. but that's just like telling someone that's from Japanese descent to get over Hiroshima or someone of Jewish descent to get over the Holocaust. Yeah, granted, it didn't happen to us personally, but for our people, that happened. And not only did it happen, right. have we never recovered from it, nor have you guys did any type of apologizing. In fact, what you do today is slap us in the face or spit on us by throwing sandbags with KKK uh, invitations and printing on the front page of the Mobile Press Register that for 150 years the KKKs have been in operation. That is ludicrous to me based on the fact that we know that this is a hate group. We know that these are people that sought after another race of people to hurt these people. We know these things for a fact. 
It's not something that we're making up. This is not something that black people fathom about or something that black people are just griping about and, oh, my God, we need to just get over it. No, this is something that has been happening. This is something that is continuing to happen today, and this is something that cannot continue to happen in our future. Mm. Righteous, brother, righteous. Man, you know we're up here on the Black Sea Radio Show right now. If you're just tuning in right now, we'd like to say what's up. Peace out to you. Shouts out to your whole family. Everybody, hope everybody doing good. Um, call in and talk to us, 516-666-9203. See what we can do about getting that number changed. I still don't like that. I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people won't call in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you call it? Then uh, for another measure, man, listen to us right here on blogtalkradio.com. Slash Black Tea Radio. Send out your tweets, send out your SMSs, send out your Facebook posts, man. Hit us up on Instagram, wherever you got to go to, and let them know where you're rocking at. Let them know what's going down right now. You know what I'm saying? Black Tea Radio, we've been around since 2009. And what we like to do is, man, we like to have some of our closest friends on here. And we like to just open up, and we like to have dialogue, and we like to talk to you know, and I like to do that for the simple fact is, you know, this is the community show. This is the people show. No big eyes, no little use, no little use, no big eyes, you know. And right. uh, however I said it, I probably said the same thing twice, but y'all really get where I'm going right now. Um, Shouts out to my man, Johnson Haynes, out there with King's Tune. He dropped a hot video this morning, man. I was all over it, like, instantly. Like, when I first seen it, he, like, he flashed he flashed the the, um, he flashed the continent of Africa across there. And then I was like, hold up, who is this? What, hold up, what is this dude doing? What is he doing? And then when I seen it, he started going across this iron gate, and it spelled out Africa time. I was like, uh-oh, I think we got something here. I think we found something here. So I'm talking to Johnson Haynes right now via social media while I'm talking to you guys in the world. And I'm letting him know. Shout shout that guy out, man. Shout out him, man. Definitely, that's my bro. And he's been on this conscious, man. He's been a great rapper. This guy's just waiting on some exposure, and I cannot wait until he reached that pinnacle. Dope, dope artist, dope artist. Very dope. And I'm telling you, man, don't sleep on Mobile. Them King's Tune guys over there, they really on some different knowledge, man. Okay, yeah. like they up there. They are up there. And the name of the song is called Free. Free, right? Yeah. The name of the show is called Free. I mean, not show. The name of the song Hey man, that's what it's like, man. When we go live, we 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 don't eliminate the rule of messing up because we're ordinary people. There you and go. Man. <laughs> Shout out to you know the Off the top, man. Like I say, this cat right here, he's the president. I'm the vice president, but that's a whole other story. But later on today, right now, I want to break off this track by Justin Haynes, title "Free." And after we check this song out, we'll be back. And Jerry, I want to see what you think about this one, brother. I'm here. 
All right. We'll be right back, y'all. Wins up. After another got my mind blown As I float through the city slums Spare change to the city bombs Cause in a moment's time that could be you No bread to eat, no laces and shoes Ignorance is bliss, so I'm lacing these fools With these king tune Jews Dirty South resident Where they murk you leave no evidence The flow is elegance Like Martin when he spoke his words Hold that like Phil 79 posted on the curb With that mayonnaise and mustard We natural born hustlers by any means, Jordan's is number sevens and Chevy's is looking clean. These boys serving the fiends, dodging the NPDs, paranoid in these trees, racial and profile. Niggas ain't really free. free. See, the chain remains at least. I had a moment of peace when she was giving me brains. Alabama bread, the hard addiction, where the laws pull you over for looking suspicious. This shit is ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. From the hard addiction where Confederate flags fly free No nooses in a tree Genocide in these streets But we ain't really free From the hard addiction where Confederate flags fly free No nooses in a tree Genocide in these streets But we ain't really free Free, free Yeah, yeah So put some fire on that ass end of that weed Hit the thrift store, poor man shopping spree Looking like a million bucks, your chicken fuck with me And that's how the game go Playing shit, long socks, flip flops and cane goes If you ain't repping where you from, my nigga, what you came from? You don't get no street cred from me cause you slang dope I'm like a minister in the trap, nigga, I slang hope Giving sight to the blind, taking toast to the pine Life was a daily struggle, in search of peace of mind But I'ma keep on pushing through this rat race or this mask and this hoodie, how they get I'm from the hard addiction where Confederate flags fly free. No nooses in a tree, genocide in these streets. But we ain't really free. I'm from the hard addiction where Confederate flags fly free. No nooses in a tree, genocide in these streets. But we ain't really free. Jared, Jared, tell me what you think, brother. Bro, Wiggins, are you there for me? I'm with you. I'm sorry, my bad. I lost connection for a few minutes, big guy. Oh, you, um, oh, you fine, brother. You fine. That song, dude, like I say, man, shout out to the life of the whole life again, the whole Tomb King game, man. Look, them dudes been about that country's route, man. I love every minute of it, definitely. And he's speaking real, man. He's speaking speaking the real. Already, you know, man. he kind of put me in the I mind of a of a um. He kind of put me in the mind of the, of the old Goody Mob crew. I mean, I, right. I know a lot of y'all might not know nothing about the Goody Mob crew. That's what it might be a little bit before y'all time. But the Goody Mob crew, the whole original Outkast crew, man, dude. That's what I feel like. When I listen to him, straight up, man. I 
man. I mean, I just had to write them back, man, let them know. I'm like, brother, you have what we need for the Revo. <laughs> man, like, we need that flowing in the streets, brother. We need right that on. record in the streets. Like, OG will definitely pop that track in and be like, this nigga ain't lying. Like, I know it is what it is. It's Black Kid Radio. We totally, man, you, you know, we totally say what we want to say. But we try to keep it in line. This is a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a guy of many personalities, so, you know, I like to do skits and things like that. I'm just telling you what the OGs in the neighborhood are going to say. That, that's what, those are going to be the exact words. <laughs> <laughs> How right you are. <laughs> I mean, come on now. It's the people, by the people, for the people. You know what I'm saying, man. Black Tea Radio. This is what we do here, man. We come in, we sit back, we parlay, we talk about what needs to be talked about. We talk about things that tickles our fancy. And most definitely, man, we like to reach out to our local. And as well as international, you know, uh, worldwide, independent urban artists. We love to give independent urban artists that circuit, that outlet, that avenue for them to get out here and get their words heard. Yeah, we know we're not doing it in nothing but 128 KPSs, but at the same time, guess what? That's kilobits for all you who don't know. That may be the audio volume that we're broadcasting at. But one thing about it is we're talking, we say these people's names, we're promoting their track, the word is getting out about them. You probably can't hear it in HD, but crystal clear popping, as you could hear us when we were talking, but you definitely hear and can make out what that song is talking about. And that song right there, man, I'll bump that song all day on repeat, going from Pensacola, Florida, to New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Get out the car, right. rapping the whole song, the whole time I'm in the city. I hear that, bro. So he from he from the states where they rock the Confederate flag, man. You know, man, and they do it. that gun line, boss. They and they do it, man. We are from, and I I get a lot of flack when I say this, but I say it unapologetically because it is so true, T. It's so true, my brother. We actually live in, when people say the heart of Dixie, we are yeah. the heartbeat for the heart of Dixie. Not only are we the center, we are the last of only two states which are really considered to be still Confederate, which is us and our twin state, Mississippi. Other than that, they everyone got, else is the state that got our back. Right. Got our back either they way, back. either way. A lot of people well, don't know, brother. Way, I'm being controversial. Oh, I know it. Well, I know it. I'm hip. I, I hope the world is. Right. Right. There's only a few places in the Americas where there's still hanging signs that say no Negroes for you political. No Negroes allowed. Hmm. Um, it's, it's definitely been seen with my own two eyes. Um, places that wave that flag proudly and will argue you down, if not get into a physical altercation with you behind it. Mm-hmm. 
And you tell me damn that right about that. There's not a there's not a problem. You tell me that black people don't have a right to gripe when in certain states up until here a few months ago it was the thing to do to represent and recognize your Confederate brothers. In this state we have plenty of graveyards where there's Confederate guys laying. And those guys have been laid to rest in the most honorable way. And their grave sites are particularly yeah. the most cured places. Yes. I'm, I mean, bro, Jerry, if you look at it like this, man, what people don't know is <laughs> the historic Alabama State Capitol building in Montgomery served Teach. as the first capital of the Confederate States of America. Well, Jefferson Teach. Davis, <laughs> what you say there? Teach, man. I mean, a lot, like you say, oh. a lot of people have no knowledge of, and it's unfortunate. And no, they, they should don't. know. They should know. We we were taught, uh, quote unquote, Alabama history, up until a certain right. extent, of course, to a certain extent, of course. But in my days, when I was going to school, when you were going to school. We were taught Alabama Alabama history in which a lot of the facts, the facts, were not stated. Come on, man. You know that. They will never tell you that the last slave ship arrived in Mobile. They will never tell you that. Listen, and for the facts that were printed, they dang so wasn't covered. Skipped over those pages. It was in well, the a lot of it's, to skip over those pages. And that's the thing. That's the thing. A lot of a lot of facts are are really included in that book. They just skip over them. Right. You read a couple of lines off of this page, and then we're on to the next page. And that's right. that was the curriculum, though. I mean, they were only following a guideline in which it was set in place for them. I, I mean, as far as teachers. Because I have to, I have to think in my head that the teachers of ethnicity had or have the knowledge that we have currently. I mean, I'm not an educator. I'm not one of a master's or a bachelor's or an associate for that matter. So for me to have the knowledge of my uneducated mind and them to be so highly educated, I can't imagine them not knowing. The history. The the problem is again they're following a curriculum in which it set place to where they teach or touch base on certain things and then they move on. It's only a job for them. Mhm. And uh, for those of you following along on Facebook right now, I just made a post, man, so to inquire your your fancy of your mind. I said setting this here, first Confederate capital. The Alabama State Capitol building in Montgomery was capital of the Confederacy from February until May of 1861. People wonder why. Well, well, why was it so short? Because they moved it to Virginia in Montgomery, Richmond County, Virginia, during the Civil War. People say, well, this is Montgomery in Virginia. Well, Virginia's still the South. Based off the Mason Dixon, well, Montgomery you, you just and, back and forth. 
let's not ever forget where the good Ku Klux Klan come from, the great state of West Virginia. I mean, come on. I, I mean, that, what what they fell in the realize? That that is the line. The people of Virginia, because I stayed in Virginia, and those people up there are so wanting to be not associated with that type of to where they won't say it or they won't admit to being south of the Dixieland. The state south mm-hmm. of the Dixieland. People still had to go a few more miles when they got to Virginia before they got free. Let's just say that. You gotta believe it. Long way to Boston. Right. You still got a few ways to go. <laughs> Country mile above. But dude, man, I appreciate you having me on your show, dude. Definitely, man. I I love the dialogue we have so far. Um, again, I'm gonna be oh, here for a minute with you, sitting. Hopefully, we get some more uh, more call ins. I would love to dialogue with other people. Um, I'm definitely on my Facebook, my my social medias right now, shouting it out. Hopefully, we um, we get some more attention to you, dude. Good things you're doing. I'm glad to call you my brother, man. Um, let's let's continue this fight we got going on, T. Uh, let's let's establish these things that we talked about. Definitely, let's try to spark a change in, in our city to ultimately ignite a fire in the nation, dude. I'm I'm totally committed to what we have going on right now. And again, I want to appreciate or send out my appreciation to you for having me on your show and ultimately having me a part of everything that's going on, dude. Man, you know, it's 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 here for everybody. Okay. <clears throat> so I got a problem. <laughs> and I see you chimed in on it as well, my brother. Hundreds of Pokemon fans looking for adventure on Dawson Street. Now, now, now hold on. I'm looking at a picture. I'm looking at all these people out here looking for Pokemon. Black, white, Latino, all of them. Now, you can come out at 6 o'clock on a regular old day, by the hundreds, by the droves. Boy, boy, boy. Now, I'm going to tell you this here. This would have been the day to strike a damn protest. See, they keep that from us. And yes, my brother. And I'm really getting bothered right now, brother, because I just heard more gunshots, man. I've been hearing gunshots around here all day long. I just heard more gunshots. It's disheartening, man. It really is. So you got Pokemon, you got like like yeah, man, I'm looking I'm looking at people just air this out like really like you can't even get out and protest, like but you y'all come out to look for Pokemon. These and and you know the, the troublesome part about it is this is these are not youth. This is I'm well when I say youth, I mean these are not the 
18 and below. These are the youth as far as the 30s and below, 35s and 40s. It's grown-ups that's looking for Pokemon. This is a game. This is, this is how under the influence you are. Man, anytime you can you can congregate with hundreds of people behind something that's digital is has no substance, no value, no prize money. That is troubling, man. That that readily lets me know that whatever and I I'm speaking so very loosely mm-hmm. right now, but whatever the government has planned, it's sure to fuck it's sure to work. <laughs> It's sure to work because um, I mean, it's it's as simple as telling people to download an app. So mm-hmm. when it comes to receiving an RFID or the chip, um, don't know if <laughs> many of you are aware of the chip, but get ready for 2017. You can bet your last dollar that something drastic is going to happen. The reason I say that because the hey. study is already being conducted as we speak in Texas with a Check group it. of people that already have it in place. Yes. If if they haven't if they haven't listened since I've been telling them about that since about 2012, 2011, 2010, I hope they're listening to you now, brother. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's the same on my end, but because we're on a national platform. <laughs> Right now, definitely, definitely, definitely yeah. want to encourage everybody listening to please, please, please go and Google it. Go and do the research. Get on the YouTubes. It's there. It's available. Agenda 21 is a real thing. I'm not just hashtagging that for no reason. Agenda 21 is set up to depopulate the world. Do you not know what depopulate means? That means take away people. There's too many people. We're losing natural resources. It's a reason why they're ducking off seeds of every plant that's on the planet. It's a reason. These people are not just doing this for the hell of it. Um, they're really, really preparing themselves or preparing their close relatives to be ready for whatever happens next because nothing is nothing right. is far-fetched right now. Nothing is far-fetched. And the scary thing about anything that could possibly happen, especially in an America, is we're looked upon as a superpower of the world, of the world. We have a lot of enemies, not just one or two. It's not just ISIS, quote-unquote, which is some a whole other conversation. But actors, people, look, <laughs> they, they do crazy. Hey, you, know you, know you know what ISIS spelled backwards is? Yep. Yes, I do. <laughs> what? There's so much deeper than that. So much deeper than that. I know it, man. Oh, I know it. You know the fertility gods and all. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> it's too coincidental that all these things line up. Right. So, and man, why is it? Why is it? So why is it that? Um, that our society likes to take anything. Well, I mean, you know, I know these answers that I'm, you know, but I like to ask some of the same, some of the same questions. And 
whoa, I just seen a tabloid, and I'm going to get back to that. But I just asked the question just to say, like, why does our government take what is precious to African spirituality, African heritage, and African royalty, or should I say Canaan spirit, spirit, uh, spirits, uh, Canaan royalty, Canaan legacy, Canaan heritage? And why do they try to make something bad of it? But at I the mean, same time, it, they worship. Right. The they. <laughs> what's happened or what happened is they they manipulated. It, if that makes any sense, I mean I know it makes yeah. sense, but to the listeners, if that makes any sense, what happened is they manipulated. It. They took everything that they wanted from it and then turned everything that was left into something that was terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that they thought was good, they took and implemented it into what they pushed into everyone's mind <laughs> at the time. Um, right. And, and everything that remained, they darkened it. They, they made it the black sheep of, Anything. It, it was not the cool thing to, to do to believe or to want to believe in anything other than what they believe. And again, that was all something, I don't want to say stolen, but manipulated. It was manipulated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, man, I was just on some history stuff, just thinking, man, talking about this old city of Mobile that's here, man, a lot of people, it would do you some good if you took a trip to Battleship Park, but I want you to take a step even further back, and you guys should take some trips to Fort Morgan, Alabama. You guys should take some trips to Fort Gaines. And I'm just going to give you a couple of little hits and tips about this stuff, man. Like right here, you have. A lot of people don't know where the term damn the torpedoes comes from. They don't realize that came from the Mobile Bay. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you had you had you had General you had Admiral, I'm sorry. Admiral see, a lot of folks been getting their flavor from Mobile for a very long time, but I'm I I can we're gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do a mobile history show one day. And I'm gonna I'm just I wanna tune in for that Mississippi one. And lots of, hey, Louisiana, Mississippi and a lot of other places are gonna get in their feelings behind this show. They gonna I get their feelings behind that one. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> but you know, that comes from us knowing the history. And unfortunately, like you say, dude, not a lot of people, not a lot of Mobilians even know the history of Mobile. And it's a great city. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that's why I want to do what we talk about, dude. Uh, and I, I can't expose that right now. But yeah, that's exactly why I want to do what we talk about. Um, because it's a city that's. Burr 
bursting with history in a city that has so much culture to where there's no reason why us as the number two city still unofficial, but the number two city in Alabama, there's no reason why we're not bursting at the seams with everything. Absolutely everything. Right. We have a port, we have we have one, two we have a few major companies here that are one or one or two of its kind in the entire world. We build ships here, we build planes here, we we I mean it's endless opportunity. There's no reason why we should still be in the dark ages of having to do a protest or a march. <laughs> There's no reason why the fun thing for us as Mobilians to do is to go to the Cathedral Square to look for a Pokemon. It's, I mean, we should have so much more to offer, not only ourselves, but, again, this is a great city of history and culture. People come down here from all over to visit, to see exactly where Mardi Gras came from. That's why we have a Mardi Gras museum Please go and visit and patronize the Mardi Gras Museum. Don't let them shut it down. It has a lot of history in there. That's why we have the African American Museum over there by um, the middle school off of uh, Broad Street. Please go patron. Right. Please go patronize these places, man. Go visit these spots because it's it's a lot of history in these places. A lot of culture. Hey, if you if if you don't do anything else, go take a walk through Municipal Park on the back trail where they have the the statues or the little monuments to where you can read the history of Mobile, man. Get Learn our culture. Learn, learn why we are so passionate about the city. There's a reason why I've left seven times and came back every time. It's a reason why Black Tea leaves and comes back every time because it's, it's something great here. And Fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to swallow it, um, we are here to change this city, and you're going to either embrace it or get left behind. So I want to read something to my people real quick. And you listen to us talk for a long time. So the campaign, which is the Mobile campaign, the Eastern Shore Mobile Base, all that good stuff. Once Admiral, oh, 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 and we're not breaking into the final hour, so right now we're about to go full throttle. So check this out. Once Admiral David Farragut forced his way past Fort Morgan and Fort Gaines on August 5, 1864, in the Battle of Mobile Bay, the real task of capturing Mobile began. The old French city on the Gulf Coast of Alabama was one of the best fortified cities in the Confederacy. The city, so that means Mobile always had money because this was the capital city. Um, the city itself was ringed by multiple lines of red dots, batteries, and breastworks, while key points up and down the bay had been heavily fortified. Every land and water approach to the city was defended by southern troops and heavy artillery. It did not take Union forces long to force the surrender of Fort Gaines on Dauphin Island and a nearby smaller work named Fort Powell, both well within three days of the of the Battle of Mobile Bay. Okay. So Fort Morgan, which is across the bay on Mobile Point, you know, Cedar Point, 
proves a tougher nut to crack. Federal forces laid siege to the powerful masonry fort and fired 3,000 shells into it within 24 hours before the garrison finally hosted the white flag on August 23, 1864. I mean, this this fort was so damn strong that it took 3,000 shells to it, 3,000 shots before it even made them folks raise their hand. Folks had money a long time ago. That's what we say when we mean old mobile money. They didn't have money. The capture of the coastal forts gave the Union Army bases from which to operate as it began its advance up the bay. The Federals carried out several small raids during the fall of 1864, but it was not until March 1865 that they were finally ready to begin the primary land campaign against Mobile. Command of the operation was assigned Major General E.R.S. Canby, who assembled 45,000 men at Fort Gaines and Morgan, as well as Fort Barrancas near Pensacola. The main body of 32,000 men, led by Canby himself, began moving to a jump-off point at Fish River on the east side of the bay on March 16, 1865. Some of the men went by water while others marched overnight. The second Union column, commanded by Major General Frederick Steele, marched north to Pensacola Bay on March 19th, fighting with resisting Confederate cavalry across much of northern Escambia County, Florida, each cutting Confederate telegraph and rail connections at Pollard, Alabama. He turned his column west toward Fort Blakely, a key Mobile Bay defense. Canby's column, meanwhile, pushed up the east shore, Mobile Bay, and closed in on the map. Confederate defenses at Spanish Fort. Resisting troops, resisting southern troops withdrew into their fortifications. The two forces battled back and forth from March 27th until April 8th. That's a long time to be fighting, dog. <laughs> when Kansas finally opened a massive bombardment of the Spanish Fort works with 90 pieces of artillery, the Confederates returned fire with 46 guns. The 8th Iowa Infantry broke through on the Confederate left that the evening, and the defenders evacuated Spanish Fort during the night. With only a couple of thousand men, they had delayed Campbell's advance for more than a week. Campbell was still trying to take Spanish Fort. Still had laid siege at Blakely. In April 9, 65 of 18, he launched his final assault on the Confederate works. 18,000 men captured 3,700 Confederates and 40 pieces of artillery. Some southern soldiers were reportedly killed after they surrendered. They fall of the, of the fall of the major installations at Spanish Fort and Blakely opened the city of Mobile itself to attack. Unwilling to expose the civilian population to a long and bloody siege, Confederate General D.H. Murray prepared to evacuate. The evacuation of Mobile on April 10, 1865, the same day that Robert E. surrendered to Felicius S. Grant in Virginia. I'm going to say that one more time. I'm say that one more time. The evacuation of Mobile began on April 10, 1865. The same day that Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in Virginia. <laughs> From Alabama to Virginia, huh? That continued through the 12th, 
Fort Huger and Tracy. Confederate defenses near Spanish Fort engaged Union batteries on the 11th to cover the movement. Both forts were evacuated and blown up that night. Mayor R.H. Slaw surrendered the city of Mobile at 12 noon on April 12, 1865. So, that lets you know right there, my friends. Mobile don't want their city towed up. Mobile don't like to see people being lost because once everything is over with, still going to need people to work. It's right there in the blueprint and it shows you. Mobile will wave the white flag, but they will carry you along and stretch you and draw you out. And my friend Jerry, what do you think about that little good feed, uh, good feed of knowledge there? How do you feel after after getting a, a refresher on most of it? Well, you know, I I feel the way I feel, and that's how I feel, Chief. And what I feel is that Mobile is a city, and Alabama is a state in which they will do what's necessary to protect their heritage. Um, mm-hmm. and, and say that it's it's to the tune of what you talked about early in in the reading of of the the statement. Um, Mobile has a lot of old money. And with old comes old traditions. And in order to sustain old money, you have to also sustain those old traditions. However, you can tweak those traditions to to be uh, um, effective in your time, your day, hence the the Willie Lynch letters, um, to be effective in your time and your day, but Ultimately, those old traditions and that old money is quietly still controlling the city. And again, they will do whatever is necessary, that heritage. And, and, and that's how I feel, too, again. And that's how I've been feeling. That's that's just what it is when it comes to me as I'm asked that question. I don't know right about that, man. To change that aspect of mobile, I imagine it would it would ultimately take bunches of the top ten tier of the urban or ethnic people that are successful here in the mobile area to ultimately branch together and try to overtake or overthrow because again that's that's old money and when I say old I mean the Dale Shamps money and the Bellingraps money and the Greer's the money and the Zagabiz money and the McRae's money. You know what I mean? These are those companies just the Zagabi money is so big that <laughs> the way the city government is operated and ran is under the Zagabi Act. So we need to find out who in the hell was the Zagabi. Well, you got to be, um, we're talking to the listeners. You got to go and do your research, definitely. Because, like I right. say, these companies are not just companies that are just so happen 
great thriving companies in Mobile. No, there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is hmm. these people are actually people that had, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what the heck, they had cotton. Let's just say <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that they they had cotton, man, and and they had people that tended to that cotton. Definitely, it's it's a reason He's why done. the Belgraph Garden is so immaculate. You do you honestly think that Mister Belgraph got out there and planted all those? No, sir. I can assure you that Mister Belgraph probably planted now one. Neither did Miss Bellingraph or any of the Bellingraph children at the time. None of them. Hey, well, However, they they probably they probably broke the ground. Shit. Excuse my probably, French. You know, with a gold shovel, they probably broke the ground. You you probably right, and then they break the whip and they get to work. Uh, it was on the so back. Get a ribbon cut on that thing. Right. Right. And we ain't gotta go too far, got, man. These, these, like I say, these you know, places. You got, when you go, go ahead. I was saying you got to believe that, like what you say, these Dale Shams, the Zagabies, the Grills, the Stimpsons. Ooh, I hit them then, didn't it? Uh, you know, all these people like that. <laughs> you know, they had to be friends with Slough. And Slough went ahead and said, "Well, all right." We got these thriving families here. We got these thriving businesses. Uh, I'm just going to surrender so won't nobody come through here and blow nothing up and mess up our crops. You know, we're going to surrender. We're going to still run it how we want to run it. You hear me? <laughs> so, crazy, man. It's all crazy how this well works, man. That's that's the truth. Knowledge is readily available to be obtained. I mean, it's right here at your fingertips. Y'all on the internet all day long. Y'all on YouTube all day long. On right. Instagram all day long. And then have and a nurse say, "Hey." They they ask you questions because they be like. Well, how I find this? Or what's the answer to this? Well, I ain't have to tell you how to go find Pokemon. So why I got to <laughs> I gotta tell you how to go do something else? When you want to know what time such and such was playing over here, it's the same either way for you to find out that we were having a function right around the corner from your house. So much be going on in the city of Mobile on a daily basis, but you won't even look up the. You won't even go to Google and, and type in events happening in Mobile this week to find out what's going on that you don't know about. You won't right. pick up the land yet. You you don't pick up the land yet because I ain't picking up that white magazine. What? You y'all stupid. It's free. Pick it up. It's so much in there. Sometimes they write about people that look just like you and me. Good oh, stories at that. that. We got everything right here at our fingertips. We got all these free libraries. We got all this Google. You better use it while you got it. All right. 
Because if somebody come through here and knock the grid off and burn up all the libraries nationwide, what you going to do then? Y'all ain't thinking about that, though. Oh, that could never happen. Why it could never happen? Because we're in America. Huh. America ought to be the one that'll do it to you. Maybe I'm talking a little too loose. But maybe that's why they like this show, because it's so radical. I know y'all out there listening, Gina, Joe, John, Sandy, Colby, Ricardo, Ashley. I know y'all listening to me out there. <laughs> My friend Jared know exactly who all those people are. I, I know indeed, and um. Yeah, I, I won't speak to that. But, I, yeah, I, I definitely do. I'm going to leave that way it be, man. But, you know, see, I don't be worried about saying what I got to say on here because, one, I got the freedom of speech. I got the freedom of press. Uh, and I'm not sabotaging nobody's name. I'm not slandering anybody's name. So... I don't be worried. Folks be like, man, that boy don't care what he say. Well, the constitutional amendments tell me that I have every reason to stand firm on my word and believe and trust that I'm okay when I say what I want to say, as long as I ain't saying offensive things that are not, uh, you know, bewildering someone. But I also want to tell y'all right now, um, NAACP is really at recruitment right now. Well, you know what I'm saying? We're at this point now, and what I want to get at this NAACP thing is people always, people, you know, I look at it in different videos, like everybody's entitled to their opinion. I disagree with the NAACP for a while. I have my own um you know, I had my own ways about it, man. I felt a certain way. But it wasn't until after really being involved with, with everything that I'm involved with right now and going into a couple of meetings and stuff and just figuring it out and then actually sitting back and being strategic about everything, sat back, and I realized that NAACP was, they, you know, people were like, oh, it was started by white people. You know, it was white and black people who started it. So, you know what I'm saying? Who's side them white folks on? Well, you got to remember, man, you got white people who always been out here helping brother. I mean, me and my boy Jerry, we know of a white young activist here in Mobile who fights for justice, not colors, who fights for justice. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing pretty strong. And he supports black initiatives. So, I said that to say, like, I don't never want to hear nobody using that. Oh, white people start. Just because W.E.B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington beefed and had their own issues amongst one another, don't mean that the route that W.E.B. Du Bois took was necessarily a bad route. I mean, this is something that's concrete, set in stone, solid, 
can't nobody touch it. If they do, if they if they if they do the NAACP over, I mean the NAACP got the power to take you to court, dog. I mean like this is that's powerful for colored people. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's it's something that we need to get back focus on. It's been around since 1909, a year after the Alphas, you know, and uh, man, it's been here for a very long time. And you got to look at everything that they've done through civil rights. You got to look at everything they've done through post-civil rights. And then you got to look at this time phase and look at it. Everybody that was in there doing civil rights, if they're still living now, they're still in it. If they're able and healthy, then we got to look at why is there such a generational gap? Why don't they have youth? Then you got to look at a time when you had all the rappers coming through bashing the NAACP just because of two or three few bad apples, bad seeds, doing shit for greed in the name of the NAACP. Then you got to look at the kids that grew up under these rappers as well as the peers of these rappers that's the same age as these NWA rappers today. Then you got to see it's been a mix-up. But then you look at the whole initial purpose for what the NAACP was ever set up for, and then you look at today where you have millennials, people who... We we way different than our grandmamas and granddaddies. We, we ain't no such thing as no when it comes to us today. Like you could have told them no, they'll tuck their tail and walk off. You tell us no, we be like, hold up, why not? Hold up, what you mean? You say go away, they might go away. You bring out a water hole, they might run. You got to damn near kill one of these millennials and make them back down. And What's happening is millennials are taking their spot in the NAACP, and they're willing to put that same courage that leaders like Dr. King had on the line, but in the new revolutionary format and use the NAACP to fuel that and go after these injustices. Because I'm telling you, if you get the NAACP on it and you get people that's Genuine to the cause Genuine to the purpose And that's another thing You don't From us being From me and Jerry being Executive members of TOPS On a local level Which is a national organization You don't have to check in With the daddy At nationals To make a movement On advocacy To make a movement on justice, you check in with the president and the vice president of that local chapter, and they're going to do what's in the realms and the power. So if we get into these organizations, these grassroots organizations that have been for 100-plus years, and we take seeds and we take charge and we build membership, everything that has members has leaders. And every leader is selected by the members. Put that in your head. Mobile, a vote for members in the NAACP in November. 
keep that in your head. Let's rewrite their storied history, and let's clear their past 30 years. Let's rewrite their history and clear the past 30 years from faulty leadership. That's all I'm going to say about the NAACP tonight. Can I ask one question about the NAACP? Well, since you asked the question, I guess I have more than that to say about the NAACP tonight. I mean, I just have one question, brother. Uh, that's as far as the um, voting is concerned. How often do right. they vote as far as officials are concerned? Is that a one-year term or a four-year term, or how does that work? Do you have any insight as far as that? Well, I definitely um, couldn't release that insight right now because I'm not fully knowledgeable on the terms that you serve. I'm just knowledgeable on the process to get into the seat. Gotcha. So, in other words, there's research that I would have to do because definitely, you know, different chapters, different bylaws, you know, so... One would have to only inquire to find out. Never put any central focus on it right now because I'm fresh off into it. I'm fresh off into making a name and a mark in it. So I'll definitely check on that for you, brother. All right, I'll answer for you tonight. Shouts out to all the callers calling in from around the land, around the nation. Appreciate y'all for tuning in right now. Comes the time and there comes a place where we all must walk away. And my friends, we have graciously come up on that hour right now. I myself had to go see what my president had to say tonight. I definitely recorded that. You know, I ain't recorded the whole DNC. I just recorded it right before he got ready to come on and speak. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to take a gander at what our president had to say. Supposed to be like one of his last big shebang bangs and hoorahs on at the White House. And you'll definitely see more of it tomorrow. Facebook, blacktradio.blogspot.com. Or if you're listening days away right now on the iTunes podcasting syndication, you'll be able to go on the website and you'll see what we've talked about. You'll also be able to comment, submit dialogue for the show before we get ready to get up out of here tonight. I want to thank my good friend, Mr. Jerry Williams, for coming through, Mm -hmm. as he always does. Thank you for having me. We'll have to get you back over there to the highs and get you back on some of the bones. Hey, man, you know my number. Hey, man, you know my address. (laughs) 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 But fans and friends and family, before we go tonight, I want to close this show with a song that a lot of you ain't never heard of before. The man had a band by the name of the Revolution. 
And they knew they had to kill one of our strong leaders before the revolution started. He made this album in 2009, entitled it 2010. He's the same man who told you about 1999 and 1989. He's the same man that wore his ass out on the stage, and that's from I can tell. <laughs> I leave you with none other than himself, the artist, formerly known as, but got his name back before he died, Prince, Act of God. Play this song and I'm going to come back for a little more uh, rhetoric before we get out of here. God. Oh. 
that's Prince, Act of God. A lot of people never heard that song. A lot of people won't hear that song. But if you keep listening to the Black Tea Radio podcast, you'll hear that as often as possible as I can. Um, break you off with another jam right now. We're going into the crunch time to wind down the bye-bye session. Black Tea, the promoter, Broken Dreams. I'm more than a risk taker, I'm a hater slayer So talk about business or talk to me later If you got my paper, well that's even greater If you don't have it, then you better get your cake up MVP like Brun, I ain't trying to lay up Spin took off, too late for you boys to catch up I did this for my king, I did this for my queen I did this for anybody who ever had a dream I'm out here take some paper and I do it for my king I'm a Why won't they just let me be? They try to tell me how to live, try to tell me how to walk, try to tell me how to feel, try to tell me how to talk. Used to be in the Air Force, try to send me to Iraq. Now I'm on my street, bro. Ain't nobody got time for that. Made this song for all my brothers that ain't never gonna make it back. Made this song for all my hood, cause I know that they got my back. I did this for my king, I did this for my queen, I did this for anybody who ever had a dream. I'm out here taking paper and I do it. I'm an underground king, I ain't going mainstream I did this for my king, I did this for my queen I did this for anybody who ever had a dream I'm out to take some paper and I do it for my king I'm an underground king, I ain't going mainstream Used to be in love, but I said I wasn't gonna do it no more Took all that pain, then I put it in the studio Smoking on them new posts, I swear I need to stop, bro That's the same way my granddaddy died a few years ago one who inspired my dream, the hustling flow. Used to work in radio till they tried to take my soul. Used to claim to be the host with the most. I'm the urban boss and I do it for the girls. Cause you all ready. I did this for my king. I did this for my queen. I did this for anybody who ever had a dream. I'm out here taking paper and I do it for my team. I'm an underground king.
Yeah, that was one of my singles, one of my tracks I wrote back in 2013, recorded a video for 2013 titled Broken Dreams, Black Cheetah Promoter. Thank you all for one more jam. We played it once tonight. We're going to play it again before we get out of here by my man Johnson Haynes, homegrown, straight up out of Maysville area, South Mobile, make some noise, stand up for King's Tune. Them guys over there at King's Tune put together some nice tunes. This album is titled Free. Check it out. After another got my mind blown As I float through the city slums Spare change to the city bones Cause in a moment's time that could be you No bread to eat, no laces and shoes Ignorance is bliss, so I'm lacing these fools With these king tune Jews Dirty South resident Where they murk you leave no evidence The flow is elegance Like Martin when he spoke his words Hold that like Bill 79 posted on the curb With that mayonnaise and mustard We natural born hustlers by any means, Jordan's is number sevens and Chevy's is looking clean. These boys serving the fiends, dodging the NPDs, paranoid in these trees, racing that profile. Niggas ain't really free. See the chain remains at least. I had a moment of peace when she was giving me brains. Alabama bread, the harder dish than weather. Lost who you over for looking suspicious. This shit is ridiculous.